Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice today because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Welcome. Happy weekend. It's been a very happy weekend. I'm very excited. It was very hot yesterday. It was, it, but it was nice. Like it was, it was a nice breeze. It was wonderful. It was very humid. I didn't even think it was that humid. It was just kind of like warmer than we we're used to. I don't know. For some reason, like in my room, maybe there's just not enough like uh, uh, cross breeze. Yeah, like well, I had like the window up and the fan going, but like everything was sticking to everything. Huh. It was very gross. Well, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, I survived. I just. Laid on the ground and read a lot. <laughs> just in pain on the ground. Like, oh, everything's sticky. Well, he, he rises. Like, it's, That's le- true. it's legitimately colder on the ground. That's true. Did you have both windows open or just one? Uh, Just one. Oh, you gotta open both. Gotta well, the other window has, in. like, a bookcase in front of it, and it's a whole thing to open the, the blinds, and yeah, so I just didn't. You made it difficult for yourself. I, I did. Yeah. I got a lot of reading done, though. <laughs> there you go. On the ground. Yeah, on the ground. Right there on the floor. What are you reading? Uh, well, I finished uh, Stephen King's latest uh, story collection, If mm. It Bleeds. Um, Does it bleed? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a... I mean, spoilers for If It Bleeds, It Bleeds. Well, it's about like a... a Bleeding. A, a guy who's a host of a, a TV show, or um, a news segment, mm-hmm. and like he feeds off of like people's grief. So like he goes and creates mass hysteria. Like uh, He blows up a school in the very beginning, and then like is out there feeding off the hysteria and the sadness. Oh, because his ratings go up every time there's a tragedy. So he he's like the Mr. Glass of news. Yes, but he's like, I mean, he's a he's a, a supernatural being. Like, that's how he lives. Uh, is like, he feeds off, of, like, he literally feeds off of the grief of others. Gotcha. Yeah. And it, like, tied into other Stephen King stuff, too. So, like, uh, The Outsider, which is made into a TV show by HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, he is an outsider. Like, he is one of those beings. Gotcha. Yeah. It was okay. The other stories were great, but that one was, it was right. Yeah. Was it, it's just a collection of short stories? Yeah, it's for, for novellas, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, usually the ones that's like the main one is usually the worst out of them all. Huh. I mean, that's the way I feel on these that like have the name that like leads the whole, the book. Um, the first one was great and the last one was great. And then the second one was okay. And the third one was If It Bleeds and it was all right. Hmm. But I've been on a Stephen King like fix lately. Nice. Yeah. Started watching If It Bleeds. Or not If It Bleeds, uh, The Outsider as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing that, that you said before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one. Does The Outsider bleed, or have we not figured that out yet? Uh, it's No, Um, it hasn't yet. There's been lots of blood, but not like... Not bleeding. Not the blood's bleeding, just there. It's like a pool on the ground. Yes. <laughs> it's it's goop as well. Yeah, no, it's coming. It's not coming out. It's not bleeding. No. It's just there. But they like... The, the main character of it is also completely different from the book. Is that Mark Ruffalo? Is he in that think, show? No, you're thinking of uh, Jason Bateman's in the show, and then the dude with the lisp from Ready Player One. Oh, I don't remember anything. The, about the bad guy from Ready Player One. Oh, uh, Mendo? Ben Mendelsohn? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. he's the, like, the main character of it. Gotcha. But like Holly Gibney, who's a character that was in a bunch of other Stephen King stories, she's mm-hmm. she's also in this, is completely different from the book. And like I like looked it up online to see like you know why. Yeah. And and the guy who directed it and wrote it was just like, yeah, we wanted to make somebody else. And I've never read the books, so I don't know. We but, wanted to make something new. And I was like, the, the fuck? Why? Why make an adaption of something that you've never read? Well, like, it's an adaption. It's not a one-to-one. 
not a recreation, I, I guess. I guess, but it was just like the whole Max Payne thing with whatever, who who played Max Payne in the movie? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, who refused to play Max Payne because he wanted to make it his own thing. Like, Max Payne is a three-hour game. Like, dude, just sit down and play it. Yeah, he wanted to make it his own thing. And it's it not about the length of it. It's it about sucks. making it his own thing. <laughs> He's just doing what he wants. He's just marking, marking about. There was one scene of slow-mo in that whole movie. That's more on the director and the writer than it is on Mark Wahlberg, though. That's true, yeah. Because, like, if the script called for more slow-mo, he would do it. Right. Like, he'd put his own spin on the character, but the elements of the game still need to be there from the writer's perspective. So that's their fault. Right. It'd be like saying there wasn't enough first-person running in Doom, even though there was just enough first-person Right at the running. end, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the BFG. Yeah, that's not The Rock's fault. That's the writer's fault. Yeah. So you're absolved for this one, Marky Mark. We'll see what your take on Sully is. Uncharted the little if longer. If it ever happens. Yeah, it's, it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Um, but we're not reading. Uh, we're doing plenty of other things because reading is such a small part of at least my life. Um, <laughs> but we're playing video games. So, John, what did you play this week? Uh, so I've gotten back into playing Pokemon a lot. Um, I think last time we spoke, I was like 40 hours in. And now I am like three times that. So... Mm. Or not 120 hours that. in. I'm about 90 hours in, so gotcha. almost a little over double. Um, but I'm trying to like I'm trying to catch them all. Yeah. And uh, there's wait, is that the point of the game to catch them all? Uh, not really. I mean, the point of the game is kind of to beat it, but mm. you, you you can also catch the them Pokemon. All. You're beating the Pokemon. That's because that's what we've established is that you're a horrible monster when it comes to a trainer. I am. Yes, I I yeah. beat them. Uh, okay. I then force them to have sex with Ditto, and then I throw them in a PC for the rest of their life. Wow, that sounds. You're a horrible monster. Uh, I no, they are the monsters. <laughs> I'm the collector. Turns out the point of Pokemon was you were the monster the whole time. Uh, that's the PETA game that you're thinking about. Whatever the fucking PETA Pokemon ripoff game was. Yeah, they made it for you, so you would learn not to be a horrible not person to the Pokemon because you didn't working. play it. Yeah. You need to play it, and then you'll then you'll understand. All right, I'll I'll. That's my homework for next time. There you go. Um, but I'm uh, there's 400 Pokemon in the Galar region Pokedex, mm-hmm. and I have like 366 right now. Um, I haven't finished the, the main story. Um, yeah. I'm like right at the end where I'm doing like, I want to wrap as much up before I complete the story, even mm-hmm. though there's, you can roam around and do shit afterwards. Yeah. It's just, that's the way I am. Like, yeah, you want to make it feel like you've finished the game and then. You can dabble around as you see fit after. Yeah, well, and especially since the DLC is coming out, like, I want to wrap up as much stuff before the DLC is in June or July. I can't remember, like, late June or early July. Well, as far as we know for right now. Uh, yeah, and, like, the, I checked recently, and they're like, well, there's no release date, but it is on track. Yeah. Um, so uh, I want to get, like, as much of that wrapped up before they start adding in a, another 40 or 80 Pokemon. I don't remember how much they said they were going to add. Um, they're technically in the poke they're in the game they're not in the pokedex so like these don't have numbers yet like um yeah you have some that don't have numbers yeah i've got a bunch now actually joe and i did a bunch of trading he gave me some extras that he traded from home into gotcha um, shield or he has sword um well he has both doesn't he he does but i think he's primarily playing sword shield is just his like i need to get these to transfer over yeah sword um so he, he gave me a bunch but they all have no number on them they'll they'll have numbers whenever the dlc yeah comes eventually out. um but i've been playing the crap out of that and had incredibly good luck that you know they have the the max raids so like there's like mm-hmm. an open area that you can go in and you can play it online and you and three other people can fight against a gigantamax or a whatever larger pokemon yeah and i was doing that because you get um experience candies and that's like the easiest way to evolve and level up stuff without having to like 
actually go out and train them and you know fight it 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 takes a longer time to fight them you can just mm-hmm. feed them these candies um and i was doing a crap load of those one day and i was like oh they're all join in this random one that i don't know what this pokemon is i haven't seen it yet like maybe i'll get a new one out of it so i did the max raid battle i caught it afterwards i was like oh sweet this is new i added it to my pokedex and then it had the little shiny symbol on it i was like oh fuck this is a shiny nice so i caught my first shiny in ever any any real pokemon game i have a couple on pokemon go but they're incredibly easy to get in pokemon go yeah um yeah, this is my first shiny Pokemon ever. Congratulations. Yeah, and it's, like, one that's kind of cool. It, um, It's, like, uh, pink instead of, like, it, the outline of it is pink instead mm-hmm. of red. So, like, it is a little different. It's not as cool as, like, Charizard's, like, blue instead of red sort of thing. Um, but I took a picture of it and sent it to Joe, and I was like, dude, uh, my first fucking shiny. And he's like, I haven't, he's like, I found one through all of my Pokemon adventures, and it was, like, Rosalia or something, like, not a cool one. It's yeah. a flower. Um. And Flowers can be cool. And for some people, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, two hours later, he's like, dude, guess what? And I was like, did you get a shiny, too? And he's like, yeah, I bred a shiny Squirtle. And I was like, damn. damn. Now, <laughs> or does a, does or a Bulbasaur a sh- or something. One does a shiny Squirtle turn into a shiny? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it, yeah, it was a Squirtle because it eventually turns into a Blastoise. And I was looking at, like, the... The difference, and it's purple, like it's like pastel purple instead of blue. Nice. Um, which Joe may not be able to tell because he's he kind of colorblind. Well, congratulations to both of you then. Yeah. So I was super stoked about that. And then um, I'm not playing Call of Duty as much anymore now that I maxed my level and um, my season pass. Yeah. But um, they added back in tanks into Ground War. So oh, Ground so. War is normal now. So I went in, played Ground War, got the four tank kills I needed to get all the... Um, Rank progressions. Nice. Um, and you're supposed to get an emblem at the end. I didn't get it. You didn't get it? No. Nothing? Nothing. I was like, oh, that kind of takes the wind out of my sails. Are you sure that you got everything? Are you sure there isn't like one little... Yeah, like... it even shows at the bottom. Like it'll fill up when you go to the rank progression thing and it like shines at the end when you get them all. And it's all shiny, but didn't get the emblem for it. Do you get the emblem like when the season's over? Like they wait to give it no. out to everybody at the same time? No, because like you normally... When you... When you complete 10, you get an emblem for completing that. So 10, 20, 30, 40, all the way up to 100. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get the one for 100. So I have the one for 90. I don't have the one for 100, huh. even though clearly I have them all. Like, you can go up and down the list, and it shows that you have them all. Has it, is anybody else having this problem? Did you look online at all? Um, Joe said that, like, it might take a couple days to set in, because, like, I guess other people are having, having the same issue last season. But you would have figured they fixed that a season ago. But eh, Maybe. They had to add... Stimulus solos instead. They yeah. They do other things. Well, and then, like, that glitched out. There's an operator that um, you have to complete two matches of Plunder to unlock his last um, skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a bunch of matches of Plunder. No, didn't track. Huh. Um, and I'm guessing that's because it's called Blood Money now and not Plunder. So oh, somewhere yeah. background, they didn't fix the coding, um, which is shitty. Um, and then I unlocked a new gun and the pistol, the Renetti, which is like a burst fire pistol mm-hmm. or it has burst fire mode on it. Um, and I am like one level away from him maxing it out. Um, but there's an upgrade that doesn't exist that it says I have. So I have the little green block, but it will never go away because that upgrade is not something that exists. Yeah. So you're just waiting. Yeah. So there's lots of glitch stuff in, in Call of Duty right now. So I'm just like. Uh, you're more of an annoyance than <laughs> than fun right now, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna not play you very much. So I've just been playing Pokemon, um, and I'm I was hoping to get it completed by today, like the storyline stuff. 
Um, Should we pause? How much time do you have left? (laughs) What? Should we pause? How much time do you have left? Oh, yeah. No, that that doesn't matter. Um, But uh, I'll probably finish it by the end of the week. Nice. Um, And getting some of the stuff that Joe um, transferred over to me. I think I'm up to like 370 now. So I have about 30 left. And one of them I won't get because obviously it's the shield, um, the sword. um, Legendary. Legendary, Yeah. yeah. So I won't get that one. That's that's fine. But eventually you might, you know, pick that up on like a sale or a... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll definitely get it just it for the Joe. purpose of like cranking through it to get the legendary so I can have yeah. both of them. But that'll be after the DLC's out and mm-hmm. um, like I'll probably GameStop rent it or something like that. Yeah. And even GameStop rent it and hope that somebody's got it on there and I can just transfer it over to myself. Mm, true. Yeah. If it, I, I would assume they would take it out of the... And, like, put it in their home, or they would have transferred it to their other system. You'd be surprised. I mean, like, with the DS ones, like, when we used to work at GameStop, um, it was GBA, not DS, but we would always go and check and see, like, what the kids had when they traded them in. Yeah. And then, like, if there was anything good, we were just transferred to ourselves. Well, I feel like that was a different time. than I feel like it's got to be easier to do now with the way that, like, home is set up. I mean, you still have to pay for home, though. (laughs) That's true. Like, if you don't care enough and you're trading the game in, you're just playing it to play it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Cause I, I guess I don't know anybody that just plays it to play it. Like, I, the only people that I know that play... Are, like, serious. Yeah, they, they want to transfer it from game to game. It's people right. like you and, like, Joe, who's been carrying the same, like, team with yeah. him since Blue or whatever, so... Yeah. Um, I guess I guess it is technically possible. I just didn't think it was because I didn't know anybody that plays the game like that. Yeah. I mean, you can translate from last generation to this generation. Yeah. I mean, this is the only generation where it's giving you stuff you couldn't transfer over. Mm-hmm. Um, everything could have, like in, like he says, he's got the same ones from Blue. He yeah. gave me a Mewtwo from his Kanto region. So that's uh, all the way back to Gold and Silver. So at least a Game Boy Color game. Yeah. Um, he like transferred over to me. I was like, it's in a master ball. So you caught this. It's not a promo. Cause he was giving me like promos stuff. He had that they had extras of. Yeah. And I was like, do you want it back? And he's like, yeah, I've got four of them. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah. There's really no sentimental value. I'll, uh, I'll take your digital. level 100 beauty that you caught back in Canto. That's yeah. fine. You, it, it's almost as old as I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, almost 30 years old. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've just been playing that. Um, I'll probably get it finished up, and then uh, I don't know what I'm on to next. I'm on to the next thing I haven't finished, so Dragon Quest or... Yeah, something in the backlog. Yeah, something that's been sitting there for a while, um, and just biding times for um, Ghost of Tsushima, and then um, Xenogear is also coming out, like, the end of May, so... Oh, Xenoblade Chronicles? Yeah, Xenoblade, rather, um, <laughs> which they put a an English-language... Um, trailer out for mm-hmm. and it's got the worst british accents i've ever heard so the second i start that game i will be turning the english off because <laughs> it is terrible <laughs> um but yeah that's all i've been playing what about you uh still still playing warzone i got my first ever win oh sick um we was playing singles or no a team of three trios uh it was it came down to me and one of the other people at the very end and then i jumped down off the building we were hiding on uh, and got shot. Then he jumped down, like took out one dude, then was fighting another guy, ran out of bullets, and then rather than trying to switch or reload, he just butted the dude with his gun and we won. Brutal. <laughs> it was very satisfying. I was really pissed though because I tried to save the video and it like didn't save the whole ending. It just saved the part where like 
my name is in the helicopter. And I was like, oh, that's lame. I wanted the whole, like, I think I double tapped the share button and that resaved the, like, reset the video. Because oh, yeah. it only goes back a certain whatever. I couldn't ever figure out the way the PS4 did it. It just, it, it goes back 15 minutes. Oh. From when you press the share button. If you press save video at that point. But I think, like, I pressed it and then pressed it again and it brought up the menu twice. So it just was that extra piece of video as opposed to the full 15 minutes because it hadn't been 15 minutes since I last pressed the share button. Um, So I was kind of pissed about that because I wanted to like watch it again because it was very thrilling because we were just watching his his point of view. But that was the first time I'd gotten a win in like the Warzone part. Like we'd won in um, Plunder, Plunder, but not in, I hadn't won yet in um, the regular just Warzone. I've gotten second in solos. That's the highest I've gotten to. Yeah. Um, which is nerve wracking and to to no end. It's <laughs> like oh, I'm gonna get shot from somewhere. Yeah, um, it's happened a couple of times. I came in third the other day, and it was the part where like everything was it, like the circle was closing without stopping. Yeah, uh, and I was like the center of it was just the middle of the street. So like I'm hugging a wall. This other dude's hugging the wall like on the adjacent corner. And, like we both came to the corner at the same time, but like he <laughs> shot. I was like ah, so he shot me first. Um, but that was the closest I've come. But it was exciting to win. It was fun to watch. Uh, I was yeah, very, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I was very happy with it. It was a it was a good fun time. You got to see the in memorandum like scrolling lists. Well, I'd seen that before because I'd come in like second or third. So like the very first time I came in third, I just watched till the end because I was like, all right, well, there's oh, two yeah. dudes left. Yeah, I just want to so. see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then you know every time I come in second, like as soon as I'm dead, before I even like get the option to leave the game, it starts the in memorandum thing. right because you're just the last one yeah exactly so they, like the game is over so i'd seen it a couple times but that was the first time i got to see me on the helicopter which was very nice that's awesome uh, very very fun uh i also have been continuing to play jedi knight 2 which i talked about last week uh i've gotten much better at it that's good uh it's still a weird game to control in terms of the like right stick modern shooter controls because mm-hmm. i feel like the blaster's not straight like it shoots like it would a blaster gun i guess like i can understand now why stormtroopers aren't good at shooting because <laughs> I'll, I'll i won't be moving the enemy won't be moving i'll have the sights lined up like on their head no one's moving at all and i press the fire button and it like misses just to the left and i'm like what the fuck light refraction yeah like i i guess it's real to it or it wants to just make it more difficult but it just it makes it super frustrating yeah um, but it's also been a little bit easier to navigate because I just cranked the brightness way the fuck up. So like the, uh, when I was talking about it last week, I yeah. mentioned, I found that like hidden room space yep. that I needed to find to like progress in the story. And I couldn't figure out where to go. Cause it was just pitch black. Uh, I just turned the brightness up and I could see perfectly fine through it. and was able to walk. I think that there's like illuminating goggles or something that I'm supposed to use as like an item to help me in those areas. Right. Uh, but fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> If I can turn the brightness up and make it a game that I can see, then I'm gonna I'm gonna play that instead. Yeah, I wonder if this is like because monitors were like the CRT monitors that were actual tubes, and so like the light is inherently coming through it because it has to. When now like things are not tubes anymore, so no, I don't think it necessarily has it. No, because there's the item that says illuminate the room, oh, okay. which makes me think that there's it's like night vision goggles or something. I think is what they're akin to. Yeah, but they wouldn't have that in the game originally if it was if like if it was way easier to see back then i would think yeah i don't know yeah i don't think i ever played i don't think i ever had this one 
No, I had like Dark Forces and same. a couple of the as, other ones. I think I that's as far had. as I went. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like it's frustrating, but it's fun. Like I'm still playing it. I was just cranking away on it right before we started. Mm-hmm. Um, I got in the habit of saving a bunch more because the checkpoint system in that first level is beyond stupid. Like you clear out the fir- like the top you know outside area of stormtroopers, and you do like two things, and you get to a checkpoint, and then. You have to do literally the entire rest of the level. So it's like you do a quarter of it and you get a checkpoint. And then you have to do three quarters of it with no checkpoint. Which is just like, uh, okay, like I just watched a cutscene. How is this not a checkpoint? Yeah, cutscenes like, should automatically be a checkpoint. Yeah. Like in the first level, you have to you have to see – you have to go in three different hallways and see these three different symbol structures in different colors to be able to like turn on the like new direction to go to to progress – uh, after you've beaten like a certain part of it and when you go and you see that symbol f- each time it says like new data entry like receive like in a modern game that would be a checkpoint right like that's a very that's a vital piece of the game information that you've now obtained this is your like you've hit the next spot yeah so i i was in my brain i was more used to those kinds of checkpoint systems where like I don't look for the little symbol that says this is saving oh, when, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about that. I just play the game and know that I'm not going to get dicked with checkpoints usually. Um, so that's how I feel when I'm playing this game, but it's not that same structure. Well, it's, it was a different time back then. <laughs> yeah. So I got used to doing a little bit more of like saving. We're like, all right, I just got a bunch of health. I'm saving. Like, I you just, can save at any time. Yeah. But there's all, I can only have, you can't overwrite and there's only like, I think six save slots. You can't overwrite stuff? No, you just, like, you have six save slots, and then when you get, when you want to save again, it's like, okay, well, you don't have any more, you have to delete one. I don't think, I mean, maybe I'm not highlighting it and then going save to overwrite it, I've just been doing, like, six in a row, kind of, like, staggering it, so I can always go back a little bit further if I want to. Um, Again, I could be, I just have to line up the one that's already a save file and then click save again to try to overwrite it, but I... I haven't felt the need to yet. I'll just delete the super old files right, that right. are there. Because that's not a big deal. I don't need to go back that far necessarily. Everything's technically still there. Because you can backtrack as much as you want and walk through the level if you missed something. Because mm-hmm. uh, there'll be times where I'm now getting better at um, retaining blasters. Like blaster energy or bullets right, so essentially. Um, so there'll be times where I'll, I won't be able to pick up a dead enemy's gun because I'm full. So when I'm low later in the level, I'll just walk back to try to find all of the guns I didn't pick up earlier right. and get my, my bullet ammo uh, back up. Right. Battery, whatever it is. Yeah, which is good. So, yeah, I'm having, I'm having fun playing that. It's been, you know, it's been a nice thing to just, like, put on and not necessarily pay too much attention to, uh, even though there is some puzzling aspect to it. I mostly just want to try to grind as much as I can to try to get to lightsabers because I hear lightsabers are so cool in this game. Yeah. So we'll see what that is like once I get there, uh, but it's uh, it's it's fun. It's getting it's better than it was last week. Now that I can see right. everything, well, and now that you can progress further as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I've been playing that, and then I did finally start playing uh, Zombie Total Zombie War Four, whatever that the one on Stadia that we talked about. That was like a free game. Oh, it's like yeah, Sniper the Sniper Elite. Yeah, the Rebellion. The t- zombie war, it's a war with zombies. Four. Yeah, four. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, zombies in World War Two. They're Nazis, but they're zombies. Four. Right. Um, and that's really fun. It's very cathartic. Like, because I have the, you know, I have the 
neck brace thing that holds my phone. Yeah. So I'll just sit there like laying in bed or whatever, just shooting zombies. Just it's kind of slow motion. Like I don't ever feel like they're running up on me. I feel like I always have enough time to get shots off and get ammo mm-hmm. and reload. It doesn't feel like I'm being overrun, which is nice. So I can like zoom and take headshots. So it's very cathartic. Just be like, boom, you're dead and you're dead. And yeah, you're that's dead. kind of the way those games are. Yeah. But it's better than if I was playing like Call of Duty zombies where I feel like I'm constantly like tense and they're right, going to be right behind me any second. Yes. Yeah. feels more breathable, which I like because I just don't want to. I don't want to be tense when playing it. Like I just want to relax and shoot zombies in the head. Have you never played a sniper elite game? Uh, no. I mean, I've played like demos, but never played the like the proper game. I have one on PS4 from yeah, one of it was free Gold. at one point. Yeah, uh, but I haven't actually played it. This makes me more inclined to want to. But I mean, the fact that I've been playing this on Stadia is nice because it's just in bed. play it on my phone in bed. but yeah. it's not a big deal. Yeah, that's the way those are. Like, I mean, Sniper's not a fast-paced thing anyway because you're trying to pick your shots to begin with. So the game does enough, like, pacing out where, like, you, you'll you be seeing a field of dudes and, they'll, like, they'll be walking from, like, campsite or something like that or, you know, yeah. in and out of uh, fences. So, like, you know, like, you're trying to pick your timing of when to shoot because you have to adjust it to the bullet, mm. the to, like, bullet drop and for the wind and all that kind of stuff, too. So it's more of, like, a a mini game that's a full game if that makes sense yeah no and i understand this is less like that this is more just like all right you gotta stand on top of this train car and here comes 50 zombies and you gotta kill them all before they that one might explode if he gets too close like this one's got a gun these will just run up and bite you so it's less you just have to wait for this guy to cross the field or you know like the hitman sniper missions where it's Wait for the guy to come down from the third floor to the courtyard so you can shoot him in the face. Yeah. This is more, it's waves of enemies and you've got to go here and then um, it's like kill boxes. We're like, go here. Okay, now stand here, defeat these 60 enemies. Okay, go here, defeat these 50 enemies. Okay, go here. Um, Which is fine because it's not like when Doom does that because it's frantic and everybody's like right up on you and they're yeah. running and sprinting towards your face this is more like they're slogging along because they're zombies mm-hmm. um, and they're not you know walking dead zombies or running zombies they're like traditional more traditional zombies of slow dragon one foot sideways kind of right um, so you really get your opportunities and even you know i'll use the like sniper rifle a ton because that's the fun part of the game but then if i see someone getting too close rather than trying to like no scope or whatever i just switch to a machine gun and just mow everybody down yeah uh, which is nice. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. That's I good. don't, I'm not in like any rush to power through it or beat it. I'll just play like a level a night or whatever, or a, you know, a section or two and then be like, okay, I'm done. And then switch to like some grid racing, which I've still been doing. And that's fun. Nice. Is there any like story to it? To grid? No. Or to, to yeah, I guess it's, there's zombies and you got to kill them. Like that's, it's pretty much, I'm pretty sure that's all that there is to it. It's like, you're a soldier in the war. Uh, the Hitler did something, and now they're zombies. <laughs> Kill all the zombies. They're bad because they're like they're both Nazis and zombies. So they're double bad. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a bad guy who like wants them to be there because it's helping him take over. I don't know. I'm not really paying attention to it. I'm yeah. just like, okay, get me to the part where I can shoot this dude in the head and watch <laughs> his brain explode. Um, and there's some of the cool like slow motion cinematic kills that I've gotten, but I don't know how to trigger them. They, it's just it's just random. It's random. It, it like it. It shows it to you when you have, like, they think that you this is a cool thing uh, you've done. Okay. So, like, in the sniper games, like, 
the further away it is, generally they'll give you slow mo ones. Or mm. like if you shoot somebody in the balls, it'll give you a slow mo one. Oh, I don't um, think I've done the balls yet. I usually aim for the head just because it's more satisfying. Yeah, I mean the sniper elite games like you get points. I don't know if there's like a, a there is points. Yeah, because oh, okay. you yeah. get points for like number of kills in a row without like taking a damage or stopping. So there's like combos essentially. Yeah, so that's the same thing. Yeah. So like you get more points like if you shoot someone in the nuts versus like and then shoot them in the head or like in like shoot them in the knee then the nuts in the head like that sort of yeah, thing yeah. head shoulders knees and toes right kind of thing yeah so like there is a, a purpose to it and then it's just slow-mo every once in a while like sometimes you're even like all right that wasn't even an impressive shot why do i need to watch this yeah i, I definitely felt like i've done more uh impressive ones and not gotten slow motion yeah and then be like look you hit him in the neck i'm like okay that was cool, I guess. But like, remember that time I hit that dude in the eye and I didn't get shit? Like, right. This is bullshit. Yeah, you get ones that are like super far and you're like, I wanted to see that in slow motion. Yeah. Not like the handgun kill that was next to me where I like shot the guy in the shoulder three times right. and he died. It's not the same. It's not what it's, this is it's, for. Yeah, so it's just random. Gotcha. But yeah, it's been fun. I've uh, I've quite enjoyed playing it. Um, and I've played Stadia more as a result of it than I ever did the first three months that I had it. <laughs> well, you also have this neck thing, so I think that's doing a lot. That is, but there's also like more games that I want. Like I really like that that I have a driving game, and now I have this like shooting game. Mm-hmm. I didn't really play Metro. I still want to play Guilt. Um, I didn't really get into Destiny, even though that's shooting and it's always there. Um, but this is the. I think Destiny is way more involved, though. Well, it definitely is. This is a. This is just I can play by myself. I don't have to worry about raids. I can just like lay back and just yeah. play. Um, I didn't play any PUBG or anything this week. I was really sad though that the, I was thinking about like, man, I wish Warzone was on this. And I guess Activision and State and Google like signed a partnership agreement a year or two ago, but like nothing's come of it. Like they're they're not putting Warzone on there. Uh, I think there was something else that was Activision. Uh, oh, I know exactly what it is, and we'll get to it a little bit later. Uh, that's an Activision game that would I would love to have on Stadia, but yeah. I don't think has been hinted at or mentioned in any way. Um, it may come eventually, but it's not at the beginning. My guess is they're not doing it because it's a free to play thing. Yeah, but a free to play, but like PUBG's technically. Oh no, PUBG no, you gotta buy it's forty bucks. Um, I think the only um, PUBG Mobile's free. That's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, um, is is Fortnite on there? No. Yeah, so like that would be the big one. Like I think people would want to play that more than anything. Yeah, but like I I would rather play Warzone at this point. So that'd be a cool way to to do that. And you can do some kind of partnership where it's there and it's free. And if you're a pro member, you get whatever things or you get maybe you get the first battle pass for free or something if you're yeah. a pro and there's your 10 bucks or something like that they could do it um it'd be fun i would very much like to have that as an option but it's not so um but yeah i'm quite enjoying all of all of the things that i've been playing on stadia nice yeah uh all right well i'll do it then for what we've been playing so we'll jump into the lightning round not lightning round for this week which has a lot of very exciting news i'm yeah, very excited was, about this it was a packed week I'm excited about this week's episode. We're getting, I mean, we're getting closer to the time when E3 would have been. So yeah. this is usually the time of the year where things kind of start to ramp up a little bit. Uh, obviously, we'll see how that changes throughout the summer. But uh, I'm real excited about a lot of the things this week. Uh, not to say I'm not excited other weeks, but this, this week. This week more so than others. Yeah, exactly. This week has a bunch of cool things. Yeah. Uh, and we'll start things off lightning round, which uh, with what happened on Thursday, which was earlier in the week, we got a surprise announcement that we are getting a state of play this week. Mm-hmm. Um, many people went, ooh, state of play, PS5. They're like, no, no PS5 anything. 
Um, sorry, that's just not a part of this today. Uh, what is a part of today is a full, I think, 20-ish minute, 18 minute mm-hmm. look at Ghosts of Tsushima, or Tsushima, Tsushima, which I've been saying wrong this whole time, and I think most people have, because I've only heard Ghosts of Tsushima. Well, you also say Sekiro wrong, but... <laughs> I, but that's how I hear everybody say it. So, so Japanese, there's no emphasis on any syllables. That can't possibly be true. Everything has to have an emphasis somewhere. No, unless it's a double consonant or a double... I mean, the only double consonant is N, but uh, unless it's a double letter, there's no emphasis on anything. So, like, you say Sekiro, it's just Sekiro. Sekiro. No, I say Sekiro. I mean, people also say Sekiro. I was like, I don't say it that way. Um, But, like, yeah, Tsushima. Like, they all have to have the same... Not Tsushima, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, that's... It's just people being American or, you know, not native Japanese speakers. Yeah. Either way, pronunciation aside, this game looks really, really cool. I yeah. mean, I was already excited for this because even from the initial reveal trailer E3 last year, the year before, uh, it just yeah. looked like Samurai Uncharted, which I was super down for. More so than like Samurai Dark Souls, which I haven't played much of the Souls games. Right. So while I do want to play that eventually, and it's it's over there, it's on the shelf yeah it's it's, it's been sitting there not on my shelf but on your shelf <laughs> yeah that's right since since before you left for japan um but this one i will play a lot sooner than that because this looks like to be more my style of yeah, game definitely. Um, which i'm very excited about yeah they uh they showed off 18 minutes of pseudo gameplay play i don't i mean like... it looked like gameplay to me it didn't look it wasn't the cinematics it wasn't like hey this is gameplay now watch this movie it was at least looked more like its gameplay. I think the HUD was there and everything like some, that. Yeah, some of the HUD was there. Um, they he kept bringing up the map. That was the first thing that I yeah. was like, ooh, seeing a giant open world map, which which was nice. And like, there's no like detective vision per se, but like the wind and nature guides you like where you need to go. Yeah, if, if you set a waypoint on the map, you can call upon the wind and it'll just blow in a direction. And that's how you know where to go. So there's not like a a dot in the distance that you're following or, you know, like you said, detective mode that shows the footprints of the person you're following on the ground. It's just, you set a point in the map and the wind blows you in that direction. Yeah. And then they also said that like nature will come and assist you to things that aren't um, mapped. So like at one point he's riding his horse and a bird came and flew next to him and like showed him where another quest was. Yeah. Um, and then like they also clipped to like him petting a fox and like talking to a fox or you know talking to quote unquote yeah the foxes lead you to secret areas so if you come across a fox and you follow it it'll take you to a gap in between two rocks that when you go in there there's a little cave with special wildflowers that you need to upgrade things or you know different like special items that you can get from finding these secret areas yeah i wonder if like they're gonna integrate any like japanese lore into stuff like um foxes or kitsune are like shape-shifting so Mm. like there are kitsune shrines and stuff like that and they they say that like they're they shape-shift into anything to trick you like you know foxes are sly and like that's the thing that foxes do so i wonder if like eventually you you can't trust them like they'll bring you to danger or something like that maybe yeah maybe as it or depending on how you play the game because there's the two different ways to play it as a samurai or as a ghost where one has yeah, rules do and one doesn't. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so I really like that about it though. Like you can play it ruthless with no rules and you can use trickery and violence or you can be stealthy and like whistle and throw rocks to get a guy to move rather than like shoot his friend in the leg. 
Yeah. Well, I like the, the face. The first combat that they had was just like you walked up and you're like, yeah, you want to fight? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's fight. And you're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. And then I just, oh, boom, I slit you in half with yeah. my samurai sword. Versus here, here's an arrow to the eye and then one for your friend. Right. So I like the like different ways to play it. Um, one of the cool things that they showed off, which like I kind of groaned when it happened in the video, was they were like photo mode. And I was like, is this, this is not a selling point. Photo mode, like that's a cool thing that comes after or that you announce as available day one. And everyone's like, oh, okay, cool, photo mode. Yeah. And they showed you, you can move the camera around, you can change the seasons, like you can alter the game that you're looking at, um, which other photo modes kind of have done. But then what they also said was that you can change to have the like game be played in black and white with film grain so it looks like an old japanese samurai movie yeah which is awesome um that looked i don't think i'll play the game like that but that would be a great thing for like playthroughs the second time yeah i was telling tyler was saying the same thing and i was like yeah that's my new game plus mode yeah exactly they, they kept talking about before that how colorful and like you could change the clothing and the pattern of the clothing and uh, and like how the flowers were beautiful. And then they're like, and then you can play black and white. I was like, no, I'm going to play this yeah. beautiful color that you just told me about earlier. But that's the thing. Like there are people who are obviously like big, you know, 40s samurai. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Akira Kurosawa. Yeah. So there are people who like the only reason that I like games like this and like this genre is because of those movies. I'm sure it does look beautiful and I can see all the different, you know, vibrant color flowers. But yeah. like this is my... This is the game I never thought I never thought I'd get a Kurosawa mode in a game, and here it is. I want to play it this way, right? Um, so I just think it's cool that they have it. And then again, for people who want to play it as a new game plus, or just as like a second playthrough for whatever, like because the mood strikes, they want to play it that way. Even if it's just for a couple of levels, it's cool that you can switch it whenever you want. Yeah, like that just looks really sick. Um, they talked about voice acting, which was. Very exciting for you. Yeah, which I was looking up as I was watching this. I was like, oh, God, I hope there's Japanese voice acting. And then like two seconds later, it was like, Japanese voice cast. I was like, oh, thanks. Um, but they very specifically said that um, it's going to be choosable before the game even starts. Yes, you so don't have to wait, pause great. it in the cutscene to then change it. It's a thing you select at the start. Yeah, so I will definitely be doing that just because I don't need to play this in English with Japanese accents on it. Hmm that don't seem like they're real Japanese accents. Like, I'm curious to see if the English voice actors are actual Japanese people. I would have to assume that they would um, be. And some of them sounded like it was, like, a, you know, real one. I mean, granted, there are Japanese people who have been living here who have English or American accents. Yeah. Um, but it just... It's not the game. That's not the way I want to play the game. Like, no. it's It's in Japan. Like, I want to play it in Japanese. Yeah. Um, but the whole time I was just like... I kept talking about how like this game is made in Seattle and all this other stuff. And I was like, isn't this cultural appropriation? But then the more I, t I talked to like a, a friend of mine about it and she was like, no, no, no. Like this is, this is a love letter. Like this is yeah. like, we love Kurosawa. We loved like samurai stuff. We want to make a game that's like that rather than we just want to make a samurai game and pull it out of history and time and just yeah. make Assassin's Creed samurai. And I was like, oh, okay. I can see it like that now. Yeah, you could definitely tell that there was, like, care taken in yeah, everything definitely. about it, uh, every aspect of this. Uh, and that was cool to see in this. Like, I I was expecting it to be one of those things where it's, like, it's a state of play about Ghost of Tsushima. But, like, we're still going to get a couple of news bits at the beginning. And then the last 10 or 15 minutes will be 
the way that like a Nintendo Direct is like yeah, it's the Animal Crossing say, Direct, yeah. but here's five indie game announcements right. and an update on Yoshi, and then it's Animal Crossing for yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Like I thought we were gonna get that, um, but it was cool to just get a bunch of information about this game that we haven't been able to get much information for up until this point because it was still the game after Last of Us, so we always had to kind of like wait and wait and wait yeah. and. I think probably, you know, the virus scheduling kind of slowed down the trickle of news that we probably would have gotten earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very excited with everything I saw from this. I'm still curious as to how it, the gameplay is. Like, I don't, like, based on what we see, I don't understand the combat. Um, like, you would see, like, the lines that slash through. And that kind of reminded me of, uh, you probably didn't play the Afro Samurai game, um, just based on you not I mean, liking anime. I probably played a demo for it, I think, um, at some point. But you could choose uh, the same thing with like Metal Gear Revengeance. You chose which angle you wanted to cut. Yeah. And it would cut the people in that way and their limbs would fall at that cut. Yeah. Um, and that's the way this kind of looked with like the line that came across the, the people. But I couldn't tell if this was like Assassin's Creed where you kind of have to like wait until they had like a um, like a light flash on them to, to counter or something like that. Um, yeah, maybe there was no know. button prompts, so like no. there, and they weren't explaining the combat either, other than the assassinations where it said like hold square to yeah. assassinate, which is a standard. You sneak up behind somebody, you press square, and it just oh, yeah, slices their throat yeah. or whatever. Um, so I couldn't quite tell what kind of game it is in that aspect, but other than that, it just looks like Assassin's Creed, which is not terrible, but it's also like this is kind of Sony uh, first party game itis, which is just we make the best version of this game like spider-man was just like the best open world game you know what i mean yeah um but that even that's new like uh spider-man and god of war are new in that because like uncharted was an open world um i mean what's the robot dinosaurs i guess is open world so it is the kind of the newer method of it but they do it really well and the stories are always really engaging so i don't mind the like i'm just saying like of it it's not it just looks like Samurai Assassin's Creed, but that's great. Like yeah. talking to Joe about it too, he was saying like I've always wanted a Samurai Assassin's Creed. I'm glad that they're making one, and it's not by Ubisoft, yeah. <laughs> so I don't have to worry about the quality when it comes out. Yeah, you, I don't think you'll necessarily have to like be worried that there's going to be climb a tower, unlock a part of the map, climb a tower, unlock a part of the map, and then do some samurai stuff in between. Yeah, I don't know how much like traversing, given the map is huge. Like, mm-hmm. we saw the map from the very beginning. I don't know how much it is, but just, like, when he was um, running on the, the ship in the, like, middle part of that, where he, like, jumped from the, like, t- side of the ship to, like, the bow, and he climbed up, like, a dragon head and dropped down on the side. I was like, this just looks like Assassin's Creed. I was like, that's not bad. Yeah. I like Assassin's Creed games. Like, g- generally, they've kind of gotten stale, but this is a new, this isn't an Assassin's Creed, but this no. is a new type of this game. Yeah, and I think that they're going to take the lore really seriously, which is going to be a, a beneficial thing for this game, um, because it's going to it's going to suck you in with that story where I don't think you'll notice as much when you're playing it how you know, potentially Assassin's Creedy it is, yeah, or how similar it may be to Spider Man or God of War or any of the other um, Sony first party games, because you'll be so sucked into the story. Hopefully, um, again, we don't we won't know until we play the game, but right. that's. It seems like, given the way they're talking about it and what they're showing, that it, it gives me that that vibe and that confidence. Oh yeah, I mean, this looks great. I'm very excited for it. I'm glad I have it on the like super limited on pre order. Mm-hmm. Um, it did nothing but give me more excitement. So, yeah. all all great things. 
Even yeah. though I'm comparing it to, like I said, Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't diminish my hype for it. And what do we got? July? July 17th? 16th? We have to wait for it. Yeah. It's the 16th to the 17th. There's another game coming out the same day, which I won't be getting because of it. Let me see. Ghost of Tsushima. I got it, like, July 17th. 17th, yeah. yeah. Yep. And it was the 16th to the 17th. Uh, oh, the minimum file size has been unveiled. Let's see what that is. Oh, great. So I can fucking delete stuff off my... Uh, to start, you'll need 50 gigs of data. Christ. Uh, that's the minimum, not the full size. So obviously the day one patch will be a bit more. Um, so you'll have to delete uh, something. Call of Duty is like 200 gigs now. Oh, yeah. It's crazy because of all the updates and everything. Um, but yeah, it's legitimately half of my hard drive. <laughs> you'll have to start thinking about the things that you want to get rid of off there or uh, invest in a, you know, a external hard drive. I have one, but it's got other stuff on it. Like, I'm not going to clear it for. No, that's what I'm saying. You have to invest in a new one because yeah. most people, even if they have one, it's got a bunch of stuff on it that doesn't necessarily have the full capacity. I'd say go and get like an internal one and just swap it out, but. PS5 is right around the corner. Yeah, I'm not going to waste the time doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's easy. It's just unscrew and pop in. Like, it's a plug-and-play kind of thing. Uh, but, again, it's in the investment. And do you really want to go re-download everything and then just re-download it on another system in yeah, six months to a year? So. All that. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, very exciting stuff there. Uh, can't wait to play that. Um, what this will also be lightning round is the first game in a new initiative uh, announced by Sony that they are now uh, have their own studio system thing. Yeah, not really studio, but yeah, its own thing. Um, basically, what they what they've done is um, Sony has announced something called PlayStation Studios which is their new branding for all their first-party games. So rather than say it's a Sony first-party Sucker Punch game, Sony first-party Insomniac game, Sony first-party... like It's now just a PlayStation Studios Spider-Man from Insomniac. It's PlayStation Studios Ghost of Tsushima from Sucker Punch. Uh, They unveiled the new video that's going to play... Uh, at the beginning of every one of these games. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's just a bunch of the PlayStation mascots. It's Sackboy and it's Nathan Drake and it's Kratos and, and all these other, you know. Alloy from yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, exactly. So there's all these, you know, PlayStation <clears throat> characters and the play, the Sony logo and the X and the or the cross and the square and the triangle. It Basically, it's the Marvel logo, like studios logo that they have right. before their movies. Or any of the, the DC one is similar like all of those the star wars one yeah the new star wars one that's in front of the mandalorian where it's all just like the droid heads and kylo ren and the lights and stuff um so they're just doing that as like a branding initiative i thought the video looked cool i think it'll be cool to watch those um boot up so these are only on ps5 games though yeah yeah yeah. so i I misspoke yeah correct um so it will be on all of the first party ps5 games coming out correct and there's Um, also going to be a logo on the box now um that is going to say the same thing instead of like, uh, I think right now it just says like exclusive on and it has like the triangle circle square X. Yeah, yeah. It's now going to have the PlayStation Studios logo on the box. And I think it's going to be on the bottom now or some. It's going to be somewhere different. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that, that'll that start in conjunction with the PS5. So, um, so yeah, you're right. I was wrong. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part 2 will not be part of that. Uh, but assuming there's like a, if there's a, relaunch version of it 
for the PS5 where they're like, hey, rebuy it. It's now the PS5 version. Same yeah. content, greater looking or whatever. But if you already own the game, you get the upgrade for free. Like, there'll probably be something like that down the line, and that'll probably have the branding on it. Yeah, who um, knows if they're even going to do that. Yeah, so these won't be a part of it at first, but maybe on re-releases or greatest hits or something, or right. better on PS5 versions in a year, game of the year editions or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, we'll probably get those on there. It's, I mean, it's the same thing as Marvel Studios. Honestly, it's the same thing as Xbox Game Studios. <laughs> Like that yeah, is I mean, the umbrella. This is, this is not new. No, new. Uh, it's not new territory. Rather, no, no, no. Uh, new-ish for them. But I did like the you know the bumper video. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it looked neat. Um, and it'll be exciting when you turn on a new PlayStation game and see that. You'll be like, ooh, okay, can't yeah. wait. Because um, it'll give you that feeling of like the quality you know to expect from most Sony first-party games. It did crack me up though that they put this out like a couple days after Xbox announced what their startup screen looked like. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh. This is cute. <laughs> well, that's the startup screen for the Series X, like the system. Right. Um, this is just the game. So we still we don't know what the startup screen will be like for the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, or what the box looks like. We know the controller, and um, that's that's it. Did you notice that when the state of play started, it beeped like the PS4 when the PS4 turns on? Yeah. and I, the It, it first scared th- me because I was like, did my PlayStation just turn on? I just did the same thing too because sometimes when I turn my TV on, if it's on the same input as my PlayStation, it'll yeah. like turn the PlayStation on because yeah. it thinks I want to play the PlayStation. Um, so when I turned the TV on, I wanted to go to like the YouTube app or whatever on right. the TV and I heard the beep and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Did it to my PlayStation just turn on? And I had to look at it for a second and be like, no. No, I did the same thing. I was no. just like, are you on? Yeah, because no. my uh, my Xbox One turns on it all yeah. by itself all the time, like it's haunted. So I was just like, now our, is my PlayStation doing this? Like, please don't turn on in the middle of the night and waste electricity and all that other stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it did the same thing. It scared me too. <laughs> um, so one thing, I, even though we don't know most of what the PS5 is or looks like, lightning round, uh, we know what some more of the games might look like. Uh, because Epic had a presentation this week where they unveiled um, what is essentially a PS5 tech demo, uh, though they did come out later and say, like, this technology will exist on Series X as well. Um, but this was very clearly like a marketing thing with Sony where right. they just, just saying PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5. Um, and it's the unveiling of the Unreal Engine yep. 5, right? I don't know Six. if they're numbered. Whatever the, uh, the I new think just It's the new Unreal Engine. Yeah, which looks... Looks amazing. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. And um, I think this is a common thing, like, not just be thinking about it, but, like, internet speeds and buffering speeds and stuff like that don't really do a lot to show how beautiful a game is. So mm-hmm. the fact that this had an explanation as to why this looks good. Nanites. Well, it's a triangle. Nanotechnology. Bloodshot technology. Yes, that's why. Um, automatically healing. Yeah. Um, but, like, the... the spokespeople and like the engineers and stuff like that explaining why this looks good because normally we, i would just be like oh yeah this this looks neat like that's cool there's yeah. light and stuff um because it's not gonna look as good streaming from youtube onto my shitty tv um but them talking about how many like triangles went into making the so many, so many triangles. triangles they kept using triangles um into the background and then that you could change the light the light was directional and based off of physical option or physical geometry rather mm-hmm. than light is not treated as a uh, directional in a lot of video games it's placed um, but they also said that um, all of the backgrounds are going to be cinematic backgrounds rather than the gaming backgrounds yep 
So what we were looking at, even though, I mean, we couldn't really, again, streaming, it didn't look great on my screen, but. Um, oh, it looked great on the TV down here. Oh, well, you've got a super nice TV. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it looked good, but it yeah. didn't look cinematic on my TV. Uh, but knowing that it's cinematic, like when it's going to be hooked up and not streaming from the internet, yeah, uh, it's going to look fantastic. Uh, they talked about um, like billions of like bits of information and 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 triangles, lots of triangles. So many billions triangles. of triangles are being like automatically processed at once. Um, and it wasn't rendered. This was like just existing mm-hmm. in the world that this character was running around in. Um, and it was like some like lady running through weird. Yeah, it, was Tomb Raider. it was the new Tomb Raider. Egyptian stuff. Yeah, I forget what was it called. Uh, it was the Unreal Engine Five. That oh, is it the is. Name of so that's it. what they called. Um, what was it called? Lumen in the Land of Nanite. That's what the, the name of the game, quote unquote. Because they did say this is a fully playable demo. This wasn't just. A like a video they created or a cinematic that they created to mimic. This was a PS5 dev kit running into a capture card. This is what it was. And apparently the demo was going to be playable, I think, at GDC. But ultimately, you know. It doesn't exist anymore. It didn't happen. So this is just, it's a playable thing on their system. Uh, Maybe it'll be available at some other show if there's other shows at any point before the PS5 comes out. Um, but this, it was still cool that that wasn't just something created to mimic what it was going to be or some kind of trailer. It was just a guy playing it and streaming it to the internet. Yeah. Essentially, which was cool. They had that, like, one statue that she came upon. He was like, this has billions of triangles in the statue alone. And I was like, oh, that's cool. It looks really nice. And the way the light reflected off of it. And then she went to a room and he's like, and there are 500 of them in this room. And I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I really enjoyed the the talk about like audio that they went and like sampled real cave audio yeah. and were able to mimic um, the sound bouncing off of the topography of the world they created in the game. So it was reacting like it would if this was a real environment. Yeah. Um, rather than just like pumping it in straight at you or left or right or behind you. This was... Like the way it's bouncing off the stalactites in the you know cliff structure, that's how it would if this was a real thing. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of cool stuff. I mean, they again they did say that this is coming to Series X as well, so it will probably look just as good on Series X, if not maybe more, because it's technically more powerful, I think. Um, but they did keep harping on the fact that like Sony's solid state system is what is helping like make this possible um, because of like the architecture of their solid state drives. Yeah. I, again, I don't know if that's means that theirs is different than Xbox's, So it might work a little different. It will it work worse. Will it work better? Is it, like, it didn't really say, cause again, this seemed more of like a marketing agreement to say Sony, Sony, PS5, right. Sony versus this is how we feel. They just said like games are going to look, you know, amazing on series X as well. Later. This was days later. They confirmed that, but they also had like a short interview after this um, with one of the creators. And one of the things he said that struck me was that this is better than anything that a PC can output um, because this is like specific technology meant to run in a PlayStation 5 and or uh, Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. um, which is like could just be fake speak, you know, like could just be like them being like, yeah, buy a PlayStation. But at the same time, um 
this is Sony's own brand new technology. Like this is something that's not being made for PCs to begin with. Like this is something that's directly being made for a console. Yeah. So the fact that like now this console will blow PC processing out of the water is super interesting because it's new technology. Not we're not getting better at a, a technology that exists already. This is brand new technology that is overcoming previous technology. Yeah. I mean, it could have easily been a, a loophole of like, yeah, I said it can't run PCs now, but all the chipsets and graphics cards and processors that are coming out next year, like they'll be able to run it. Just oh, I'm fine. sure that like this PCs are going to outrun this, you know, in, in, in a year or two. Yeah, exactly. But as of right now, like it's cool that it'd be like, yeah, this console that everyone is going to buy or, you know, people are going to buy physically. They don't need to build to know, yeah. uh, you know, whatever and overclock and all that stuff. Like this box that you buy is now better than something that is a, a, Big project for people. Yeah, until next year when that well, all they have to do is inevitably one until put, yeah, yeah exactly. you get a new graphics card that no. you know. But it's good to hear that when the new system comes out, it's not already a year behind, which I think is something where the like PS4 and Xbox One when they came out, oh, they're yeah, like, for sure. it's basically on par with the the best PC you can make, if not a little worse. Like you could probably make a PC that's just a little bit better. Well, and also at like, launch, you, and then you don't have to make it. Yeah, you don't have to buy it. PCs are also like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, like, it's half the price potentially. I mean, we still actually don't know the price so of either, but I, but I have to assume it's not a thousand dollars. Gaming PCs are yeah. more than a grand usually. Yeah. Um, so like that's cool as well. So this box that you buy that is potentially going to be five hundred bucks is mm-hmm. now going to be better than a fifteen hundred dollar PC you don't have to build. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, again, this could just be them, you know, spitting out. Yeah, marketing speak. Marketing whatnot. whatever to try and get people to buy a PlayStation. But at the same time, I'm just like, eh, fuck yeah. you, Master Ace people. <laughs> there you go. Good good stuff. Um, but should be exciting. I mean, I think Epic also said this week that like Fortnite's coming to Series X and oh, PS5, yeah, sure. which, you know, water, wet, sky blue kind of situation. Like, of course it is. Yeah. There's no way it wasn't. Um, but I think they also said that it would be running on Unreal Engine 5. So Fortnite I mean, might look even more cell shady i guess but then there would also be like you know you could have more lush environments you could have i mean you can't do too much changing to it because you don't want to make it so people playing on ps5 have some kind of graphical advantage in the game somehow like you'd have to kind of have some parody level to it but it could just look you know the most realistic grass you've ever seen while running around with cartoony weapons and wearing a giant bunny suit like i don't i don't know but they did confirm that this week as well um all right lightning round last bit of sony news uh it was confirmed this week that iron man vr uh, now has a new release date so it got pushed when this whole thing kind of started it was supposed to come out i think this week yeah, if i remember correctly yeah, yeah. Um, but it's been pushed back to uh, july the third mm-hmm. so um i'm excited for that i want to see more from it but depending on price i might pick that up uh, i'm excited for, like vader immortals coming out this summer so a, a bunch of reasons to take the headset out and just sweat right into that i was gonna say and be sweaty messes in the middle of the summer yeah i want more games to come out in vr in the winter when i a i'm stuck inside and b i well i mean i'll sweat in it because you're moving around but i'll probably sweat less than i would in the summer otherwise 
I mean, crank the AC and I'll, we'll, we'll be okay. Everything's going to be stuck to everything. Yeah. Maybe I'll play VR. Maybe I'll like pretend I'm flying like Iron Man by laying on the ground. He rises, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just exactly. lay on the ground like I'm Iron Man, put the camera on the ground and then just like. Learn from me, man. Just wiggle my body like a worm. I can't just... wait to come home from work and see you <laughs> fucking laying is. on the ground playing Iron Man. Wailing, going, repulsor, repulsor, <laughs> arc reactor, arc reactor. Jarvis, where's my next target? <laughs> yeah. You know, all the things Iron Man says. Pepper! <laughs> Pepper, I need, a, I need a latte. Sell that art for me, Pepper. Boom, boom, repulsor. Yeah. You know, all of Iron Man's famous catchphrases. Repulsor, repulsor. Repulsor, repulsor. Flares. <laughs> yes. Jarvis. Jarvis is one of them. Yeah. Friday. Uh, you know, any other things. Mm-hmm. We know Iron Man. Uh, but no, I'm very excited for that. It should be fun. I'm what I'm happy about. I don't care about the Iron Man game. Just, just it's not. I don't have a VR and yeah. it's not my thing. But I'm glad that they're um, giving dates for these things that they postpone like relatively soon. Yeah. So it's not like they're like, yeah, it's postponed, and then they're like, oh, it's coming out next week. Well, I think they were like coy at the beginning because it was we don't know what this is like. We don't know how long are people are going to work from home. We yeah. don't know how long we have to. And I feel like their whole summer slate kind of hinged on when they could put out Last of Us. Because they didn't want to, I don't think they wanted to push Last of Us to the other side of Ghost of Tsushima. This is less of a like tentpole title, but it is still a big Marvel property that is exclusive to the system. Yeah. So uh, I think this was also a big kind of part of their summer, like late spring summer plans. Mm-hmm. So it is good that all those games that did get pushed now have concrete release dates all right in line with each other. So yeah, I mean they're all it's like know, June, two, July, July, two weeks after each other, pretty much. Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'll, uh, I'll probably pick that up depending again, depending on price. If it's full $60, it's, yeah, I'm, I might I wait for reviews. Uh, if, if it's $20, that seems almost too cheap. So to where it's like <laughs> the Batman game, right? It's, oh, it's look, an experience, you, not a game. Yeah. You put on the cowl and you threw a batarang and good for you. Game's over. <laughs> so you want it to be 40. Kinda. Yeah. I think right in that sweet spot, that's what Blood and Truth was, which I still haven't played. That'll probably be the next thing I try to break the headset out for. Um, but that was 40 when it came out. I think the Impatient was 40. So that's kind of the sweet spot for a more fleshed out VR title. Yeah. Uh, very rarely are they 60 since they first came out. Like, I mean, obviously Resident Evil was 60, but that was also a fully playable game on its own. And I don't think it was VR from the get-go, was it? I'm pretty sure it was. Was it? I think so. Hmm. I think that mode was available from the get-go. Because that was a thing, like, you could play it if you wanted to. And I had asked Joe at the time, I was like, Joe, you're going to play it entirely? No, I'm just going to play it regular first, and then we'll see. Yeah, I think I played, like, the the demo for that in VR. And mm-hmm. I was just like, no, I'm good. Yeah. It's too close to my face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so that would be good. That should be, that should be fun and exciting for the summer of uh, VR. All right, lightning round. This is one I'm very excited about. Uh, we've talked more about this topic in the last couple of weeks than I ever thought that we necessarily would. Uh, That's a um, good thing. I, I guess, yeah, because it means that we're getting some... I mean, the news we got last week was not so good. No. Um, but we knew that there was talk of this next thing happening. Uh, and we're talking skateboarding this week again after talking about Skate 4 not happening last week. Uh, but in that news, we knew there was a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater coming later this year. Uh, and we got first word of that new Tony Hawk Pro Skater in that it is an old Tony Hawk Pro Skater lightning round. We're getting Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 too. Yeah, so not just one, but two. But two. And and, and it's and it's a full remake. Full remake, top to bottom, like Crash Bandicoot, like Spyro, not just like a, you know, um, 
like a smoother slapped on or right. an HD texture or whatever. Like this is a full top down remake, but they've maintained like the game. So they, they did the same kind of thing um, from my understanding that they did with crash where they took like actual code for the game. So therefore it, I don't think it'll be as, um like the like the weight won't change of it like you won't all of a sudden be jumping higher like the gravity will still be the same the button prompts will still do all of the things they stress muscle memory as a big part of this to where they want you to be able to pick this game up and immediately remember the feeling of playing those games before so that way you can jump right back into it you don't have to relearn it because it feels different yeah because like tony hawk hd while fun was you know, the HD recreations of these levels, these weren't the original levels ripped out with a new, like a brand new coat of paint. These were recreations. And so things felt a little floaty from time to time. It didn't feel exactly the same game. And they're striving for it to be exactly the same game here, uh, which is just super thrilling. Yeah, I didn't ever play HD, but this is the game I played on um the regular Xbox. I think yeah, I said this is more or less week. that. This is Tony Hawk 2X, which was Tony Hawk 2 just with one levels in it because Tony Hawk 1 didn't come out in the regular Xbox. Yep. Um, but that's what this looks to be. I hope that it's going to it's going to be that in the fact that you can manual and um, keep the the mechanics of 2 but play it in the one maps as opposed to two separate games where it's just Tony Hawk 1 with no manuals and and no, it's more in line with what you're talking about with yeah. what the one on the original Xbox was. Because I saw videos this week of like of Tony Hawk playing it. He was on uh, Jack Black's Jablonski Games channel playing mm-hmm. it with him. And he was doing like a grind in the warehouse and then manually. Okay, good. Like, so he was playing classic yeah, Tony Hawk 1 levels. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everything's back. Skate tapes, collect skate. Uh, grind five picnic tables like all of those things are Great. are back here all of those challenges which i'm assuming will also correspond to trophies which i'm super excited about um that'll be super fun they did say that uh, most of the soundtracks from both games have made it in not everything um they did confirm that uh, goldfinger superman has become the unofficial anthem of the tony hawk pro skater like franchise <laughs> good uh, so that one was a must-have. I have the list here of ones that didn't get included. Oh, my God. Um, so it's Vilified by Even Rude, Screamer by Speed Dealer, Nothing to Me by Speed Dealer, Psycho Vision by Suicidal Tendencies. Aww. I'm kind of bummed about that one. I like that. I like that song in there. Yeah, me too. Uh, Committed by Unsane. I don't really know that one. I'm sure I do. Like, I'm sure I know all of these. Yeah, by... you just don't know their name. Exactly. Um, yeah, if it wasn't screaming the name at me over and over like Psycho Visions was, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, Ain't Got No Time to Waste by AIM featuring YZ. Lay Hot from Grand Unified and Blue Thunder from Aquaski. Uh, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 songs that are not in it. Are bring the noise by Anthrax and Chuck. Damn D. it! I was just gonna say if, if that game if that's not in it, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah, so that is not in it. Uh, I was kind of I was kind of mad about that. Uh, B Boy Document 99 from the High and Mighty featuring Yasin Bay and Mad Skills. Out with the Old from Alley Life featuring Black Planet and City Star from Born Allah. Um, but you've got your Superman. You've got your Jerry was a race car driver. Uh, New Girl Here and Now is there, which I like. Gorilla Radio. Gorilla um, Radio is great. When Worlds Collide by Pile 5000. Yep. Um, a bunch of other good stuff here. So, very exciting. Oh, man, the Anthrax song being not there is Bring a killer for Because I think that's my, that's my Tony Hawk 
like soundtrack song. Like that's the one you, that you, you play more two than one. You said, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the one I think of when I play that and Power Man Five Thousand. But because I knew Power Man that Five Thousand outside of the game, yeah. A lot of this stuff I didn't like. I grew up in a very Christian home, so. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I didn't know other than through video games. Power Man 5000, for some reason, overlapped that. I think because my brother had the CD or something like that. And it was like a secret CD that we weren't supposed to tell our parents about. Scandalous. It it, it did have parental advisory on it. Yeah. And if you play it backwards, it probably tells you a message. Uh, No, it just told you to wear Jenko jeans and spike your hair. That's a message. Yeah. That's a a very powerful message to take away. uh, The Jenko jeans. Yeah. but yeah, no. So every all the good stuff, the bunch of the good stuff, still there. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, ultimately, this is this is a really exciting thing. I'm very, I'm like, I'm so ready for this game. I kind of wish it was coming sooner. Uh, it's not coming till September, September the fourth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, please be sooner, please be sooner. Damn, September. I guess fine. Did you pre-order it? I didn't pre-order it yet. Uh, I'm still kind of debating on it because there are a couple editions you can buy. Yeah. There's the standard. You can get it. I, I want it. I want to get this game digitally. I really think that's the best move for me. You know my uh, hatred of changing discs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this just seems like a game where someone comes over and you just you just pick it up and you play. Like this doesn't have to be a thing. I want to. Like, someone comes over to hang out, and they're like, oh, let's play Tony Hawk. Like, okay, let me go change the disc. Again, it's not a big deal. I know it, sound, it sounds stupider every time I complain it about it, but yeah. it's just Or it easier. could just be the disc that you leave in. I know, but then if I want to play some new thing, like if I want to get Ghost of Tsushima, <laughs> like, that'll be in there or whatever. You You're know. so lazy. Yeah, but it's also like, I play games at the end of the day when I just want to relax. Like, I don't want to have to be like, fuck, I just finished playing two levels of, you know, something that's on the disc. I don't want to have to then go get up just to play like a run of Tony Hawk for 20 minutes. I guess I don't play multiple games at the same time. So like that's not an issue for me. Like yeah. the game I'm playing is the game that's in there. And it like it will be until it's beaten sort of thing. Yeah. No, like it could be a thing where like maybe I'm on a Marvel kick and I really want to play Spider-Man. But then I also want to just play 20 minutes of Tony Hawk. Yeah. So I think normally I am just a one game all the time person. But in instances where I can have these like smaller snippets of game time. So sports games, wrestling games, Warzone. Like these are all games that I want digitally because I just want to be like, I'm just going to play this for right. two rounds and then I'm done. The pizza to finish yeah, exactly. Um, so it'll be like that where it's like, okay, I'm making dinner. I don't want to have to like go rummage for the disc. I just want to start it up and sit there and play and then wait, you know, and do whatever. Right. So I definitely want to get this digitally. But if you pre-order the regular physical edition from GameStop, you get a tech deck. And I was I have just no, joking about that, too. I have no reason to want a tech deck in reality, but I kind of still do. Like, So I might, I might reserve it, pick it up, and then return it, but then have the digital copy and then just keep the, the tech deck. Um, <laughs> sure. There's also a digital deluxe edition, which I don't care about. That's going to get you extra clothes and yeah, board options and maybe an extra skater i don't really remember i honestly didn't give any thought to it because i don't care enough to have like i'm mostly probably just going to play as tony hawk that's i think that's mostly what i did in the original games anyway uh i played as uh brazilian guy who did christ air what's his uh, name yeah, i don't I, again I starts don't with a b yeah, I don't remember. Bucky, Bucky Lassick. Okay. I played as Bucky Lassick because I liked the Christ Air. I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's going to be cool. There is also a collector's edition, which, again, I have no need for. There's no, there's no reasonable explanation in the world for why I would even give 
one second of consideration for a collector's edition of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Um, because it comes with a, like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 like birdhouse skateboard. Uh, just which, the deck. <laughs> well, yeah, just the deck. The skateboard deck. Um, which like looks really cool. It's got the, you know, the birdhouse, you know, yeah, you know logo on the it. The normal birdhouse like skull logo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it does say Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 like remake or whatever at the bottom. Yeah. And it's got the Tony Hawk signature on it. And like, I don't have a Tony Hawk shelf. Don't have a skateboard shelf. I'm not like into skate culture anymore. Like I was when I was uh, 11 to 13. Um, I would have no place to hang it. I don't want to hang it, but I still kind of want it. And like Joe and I were talking about this in like our chat. We're like, Joe has no reason to want a skateboard or need a skateboard. He doesn't have a Tony Hawk shelf. Like he doesn't have the Tony Hawk pop figure or any of the action figures. Like, there's not like a Figma or Figuarts right. Tony Hawk that he's got on it with a vert ramp, but like, and I still, but he still kind of wants it. And I, I encouraged him a little bit because I was like, all right, well, here's the Simpsons Tony Hawk figure you could buy on eBay for and like ten dollars. <laughs> here's a pop figure that's nine dollars, and then you can pre-order the collectors at GameStop to get the tech deck and the big deck. So then you've got yourself a perfect little Tony Hawk shelf right there. Um, so. I don't know. Has, have you heard anything from him? Is he wavering at all? Is he leaning towards deck or no deck? No, my guess is he's not going to get it because I think as much as Joe likes to waste money, he's not going to waste his money on this. Mm, I don't know. We should do a bet since he's not here this week. Like we'll do a side bet because <laughs> uh, he won't listen to this either. So we have we should we should wager something about whether or not I think he's going to get it. I think he's going to. I think he's going to say like, "No, I'm going to do it." Like I know I shouldn't, but. It just looks so cool. I don't know. Uh, but speaking of skateboarding, my sister just sent me a text saying she wants a skateboard for her birthday, which is very coincidental. There you go. Get her the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Collector's Edition. No, she I was like, video no. game skateboarding and regular skateboarding. Keep thinking. I love my sister, and she gets into a lot of things, and then she doesn't do them for very long. So Yeah, but we all do that. We, uh, we all start things. We don't continue. Like all the games in your backlog. I will get to them. <laughs> Yeah, she'll get to the skateboarding too. She, I mean, she's she's she has been skateboarding like well, with, her, with her friend and stuff, but I don't know if it's going to last much past quarantine timing. Mm. So, um, but I don't think Joe will get this. I, knowing Joe, he's going to say like, eh, I got, I, I can just get more Dragon Ball figures with the money that I could for this." See, I feel like he's going to say no, and then he's going to go in there that day, and someone there's going to be an extra one on the back, and he's going to go, "Is that for sale?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, it's one fifty. And be like, "All right, let me just get that instead of the other one." Well, it's a hundred bucks, so it's actually not that much. It's only a hundred. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say before. And like decks themselves are usually about sixty bucks, so this is perfect. Yeah, like you're not spending uh, like collector's edition price for this. Like skateboard decks, good ones are sixty bucks. The yeah. game is forty. You get them together, Boom, and you get you the go. digital bullshit, whatever the yeah. You get the deluxe is. edition, so it's technically fifty or sixty plus the board, right? Um, and you get your mini tech deck. Yeah, if, if you, you pre-order, pre-order. Yeah. yeah, and they don't run out. Yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, if you do it online, I think you're mostly guaranteed. Uh, like I pre-ordered um, like Sekiro, f- like a couple weeks before the game came out because that was when the the limited came yeah. up. And it, I still got the like pre-order bonus for it. So, but was the pre-order bonus digital or was it a physical thing? It was a physical thing. It was the it's it's a, a sword uh, letter opener. Oh, sick! Yeah, it's actually really fucking cool. Um, but I was like concerned because I was like, oh yeah, there's no way in hell I'm getting that, even though I pre-ordered it. Like, I they're probably going to be sold out. But since it was online, I think they get it direct from the warehouse. They can't really sell out of pre-order stuff. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. I feel like that's the case. But then I definitely remember there were times where it's like, oh, we only got. 
We only got 10 um, resistance chimera tooth necklaces, and there's 50 pre-orders of the game, so it's first come, first serve on the bonus or whatever. But that's in the store, right? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I pre-ordered oh, mine okay, online. Gotcha, gotcha. They're just coming straight out of the warehouse. Yeah. They're going to have boxes of them, so they're probably just taking them and putting them next to the... See, I'd be worried that they would forget to send it. I was, but it is an item on your receipt. On your receipt. Okay, cool. So, if you do want to reserve it, and that's the thing you want to do, it'll be on your receipt. I, so they have to physically check off that they're sending you the two things yeah. that you've per- purchased. Yeah, I might do that. Because I, I kind of want the tech deck. I'll probably just return the game and get it digitally. Because if you pre-order digitally, I think as well, you get um, a warehouse demo early whenever it releases. It's not available now, um, but it'll be out this summer at some point, And you can play the warehouse level early. I also want to get it. So maybe I'll just pre-order it and I'll give you my tech deck because I have no interest in it. <laughs> really? You don't want to... I'm pretty sure I can find my old Tech Deck ramps and half pipes. Dude, and stuff I have in my a parents box house. full of them in my attic. Like, I only I only ever had a couple of decks themselves, but like I had the vert ramp and I had a real skateboard. So I had go. a bunch of them because they were like collectibles. Like I remember getting like the um, hookups ones that had like the pseudo hentai like pictures on them. Well, it was just like anime boobs. It wasn't yeah. like the tentacle parts, but yeah. um, and then they had the BMX ones like. I had, I think, one BMX one. I had a BMX one. I couldn't use four fingers, so, like, the hell. My favorite was the the finger rollerblades, because there were also those. Oh, yeah. And then they came out with the Tech Deck Bean. Oh, like the smaller, it was like a blind bag, smaller one, right? No, like, these were, like, the Tech Deck, the thumb, like, this is their mascot. Yeah. It was, I mean, it looks like a bean, but it was a a thumb. They came up with actual figures, and you could put them on the tech decks and use them to, like... Oh, I don't think I ever saw those. Yeah, I had, like, a couple of those. I was super big into them when I was in middle school. Yeah. Because I had, like, friends who could actually skate. So they actually, like, did, knew how to do stuff on tech decks. I just would, like, up and down the ramp. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it kind of worked. And I collected them for the art. Yeah. Like, I do finals and stuff. Don't use them for their purpose, but just fact that they look neat. Hey, that's, you know, action figures are technically supposed to be played with, and we still get them because they look neat. Yeah, so. I pose them and make sure they stay in that pose and then never touch them. Exactly. Again. <laughs> exactly. So, no, I was very excited for this uh, announcement this yeah, week. Yeah, so I'm, I'm stoked. I'm totally down for this. Uh, all right, lightning round. Another, um, not I guess, not surprise announcement because we had heard rumblings of this before, uh, but it was a surprise that it was announced when it was. Mostly just because I had assumed this would have been part of an E3 Nintendo Direct situation. Yeah. Uh, but we got an official announcement, trailer, details, and release date uh, for Paper Mario Origami. The next in the Paper origami Mario... Origami something. What? Origami something. I don't remember what the... Origami something. Origami King. King. That's what it is. Paper go. Mario, the something. Origami King, which comes out on the Switch on July the 17th. Um, we heard this as part of the Mario remasters, Big Year Mario, Mario Palooza 2020, 35th anniversary. Whatever that was. Of yeah. Mario rumor um, that came out like a month or two yeah, ago. Yeah, the remasters and remakes. Yeah, so this is a, a new Paper Mario game set in the world of Paper Mario where the Origami King has taken over the Mushroom Kingdom and he wants everyone to become a folded origami slave or something. Yeah. But this looks cool. I've never played any of the Paper Mario games, but this one looks the most exciting. It also is um, more in line and less in line with the Paper Mario games. Like, the Comet looks turn-based, but has this, like, dial thing that you have to line up all of the enemies, and then Mario will jump along the enemies, or do something to the enemies um, in a, like, 
sundial locking circle mechanism thing. Um, so it's turn-based in that aspect. But I've also saw like some of the demo had hearts, so it still looks like it's a platformer at some point. Yep. Um, I liked the original Paper Mario games. I think the first two, which were like just RPGs, like yeah. they were just turn-based RPGs. Yeah, this seems more in line with that, and less like the Paper Mario games that came out on like the DS or the Wii U. I played the one on the Wii, and I liked that one. That was not turn-based, but that was the one that you could alter the dimension. So you're in paper mode, and then you could switch it to the other mode, and there would be things that would be hidden behind the paper. Yeah, um, yeah, like Link Between Worlds almost. Yeah, well, yeah. way before Link Between Worlds Well, yeah, yeah, yeah but just in out. terms of another game yes. like that in the Nintendo franchise. Um, I don't think I'll get this one, though, because of the release date. Um because they announced that it's going to come out um, July 17th, yep. which is the same day as Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. So, yeah, again, this might be one that I wait on, maybe wait depending on release and things like that. This could be like a Black Friday pickup if it goes That's down to That's what I'm 40. thinking, too. Yeah. It's not going to go cheaper than that because, again, Mario game Nintendo. But yeah. this might be one where, yeah, I wait to pick it up at 40 or you know 50 or some other sale price because I, I am more interested in Ghost of Tsushima than I am this. But this... This is has me more looking forward to it than I would have. And like when they said Paper Mario, new Paper Mario coming this year, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Tell me more about Mario sixty four and tell me more about Galaxy and Sunshine. Yeah, like, that was the part of the rumor I focused on. This though, like watching the trailer and looking at it, seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, um, if it doesn't come in a foldable box or have some sort of origami paper in it oh I'm you know be incredibly disappointed oh you know there's going to be some kind of mario paper craft something insert in there if they, like if they could still announce it as a pre-order bonus at this point where it comes in a day one pack or something yeah. like that or at the very least you'll be able to download something from nintendo's website to make your oh, own yeah, with your silver coins or whatever yeah, that yeah honestly that um I'm surprised that wasn't part of the announcement of, like, we know you're all stuck inside looking for arts and crafts projects, so here's a Mario Papercraft thing for yeah. the Origami King. But no, this um, this looks cool. It's also interesting that they're like, yeah, this is a brand new thing that no one's ever heard about. It's coming out in two months. Like, yeah. They didn't give any lead up to it. No. Which is, I mean, again, this might have been a thing that got announced a couple months ago as before everything shut down. Like, yeah. We don't really know what the plan was for it there, but... Um, again, this does give credence to the, the rumor mm -hmm. of the remasters. So just give me that news. Like, I'm excited for this. I like this. This looks cool. <laughs> yeah. But I still do mostly care about the other part of right. the rumor. But yeah, July the, uh, July 17th. the 17th. So it's going to be a busy summer, um, mm -hmm. you know, depending on what systems you have and what you're looking forward to. But uh, new Paper Mario Origami King looks uh, looks cool. It does look very cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, lightning round. Something I was looking forward to playing this week that I was surprisingly unable to uh, was Episode 1 Racer. It was supposed to come out on Switch this week on the 12th, which is Monday or Tuesday. Um, and on Monday, they announced, oh, sorry, it's not. It's delayed. So it's not coming out tomorrow. Just like the xbox and ps4 the ps4 one i don't think it's coming out on xbox i think it's just coming out on ps4 and Switch. Oh, okay okay but uh yes just like the ps4 one which we had covered a few yeah. weeks ago um, the switch one uh is now delayed till may the 26th as well so i have to wait another week week yeah um to be able to play it two weeks from when it should have come out but a, a week from you know tomorrow if you're listening to this the day it comes out so i was kind of bummed about that but i mean i 
probably for a reason, probably tweaks or something they need to get That's done. Fine. So yeah. um, I was bummed that I was very much looking forward to playing that. But you had the need for speed? Yeah. Uh, no, it's a different game. This is No, uh, you had the physical need for speed. Yeah. Um, but not like speed the drug or the need for, <laughs> need for speed the game. The game or the movie. Yeah. Um, no, I wanted to, I wanted to race you wanted in pods. To. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to Now show this that, is pod racing. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. I wanted to say that, but I couldn't. <laughs> I wanted to wear my, my boot to Eve race, uh, t-shirt and sit on the couch and play it and put on some goggles. I just couldn't. Yeah. No, couldn't do it. So, uh, I was kind of bummed for that, but again, it's only a two week wait. It's not yeah, that it's big not a deal. Bad. And again, if this makes it playable. I at least thought there was a chance that it was going to come out on release date because I figured like, oh, they're delaying the PS4 one to focus these next two weeks on the Switch one and then they'll spend the last two weeks on the PS4 one. Right. Uh, And then they said basically the work from home way of the world uh, meant that they thought they could but ultimately couldn't. So they're just going to give the team an extra two weeks. That's fine. Yeah. So May the 26th is your new release date for that. Uh, lightning round. Uh, what Nintendo did say this week uh, was that they are going to be releasing some new games onto the Nintendo online store. Uh, so if you're looking for some things to play, uh, we get our first new content drop since February, I believe, which was when tennis and some other things came out. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, but they also said that like this is what they're going to do. They're yeah, just going to put games out when, yep. when they decide to. Um, but they announced that on uh, Wednesday, the 20th of May, um, three Super Nintendo games and one regular Nintendo game is going to launch. They're going to launch uh, Operation Logic Bomb uh, for the Super Nintendo, which is like a uh, top-down-ish uh, shooting game, kind mm-hmm. of like uh, Metal Gear, like the original Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Um, Punnel de Pon, which is a puzzle game. It's Tetris Attack. I believe is what that one is. Uh, it's like... It was released as Tetra- Tetris Attack over here. Was it? I think so. Okay. One of the games here was, and I think it's that it's, one. It's, that, it's the only puzzle game. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's, I guess it's Tetris Attack. I had never seen this before, but it's like you swap two blocks, and then blocks drop from the top. But um, So it's like Bejeweled, but not uh, Match 3. Yeah. So more like a Dr. Robotics Mean Bean Machine, Kirby's Avalanche kind yes. of thing? Yes. Yeah. Um, like, like kind of like it's not like columns because things don't drop from the top but yeah. I, from what i watched it looked um it looked like an interesting um puzzle game that we don't really have a lot of right now mm-hmm. um but it's like cutesy anime themes like um, yeah, yeah. like puyo pop or whatever mm-hmm. um wild guns also for the super nintendo which is a um western shooter like behind the back shooter thing it's incredibly unique looking where like it looks like um uh what are those shooters called like uh, time crisis or whatever oh rail shooters yeah it looks like a rail shooter um but like you see your little character and then it shoots things in the distance um i've never heard of this before it looks kind of neat but i probably won't play much of it um and then the thing i'm excited for is uh rygar on the nes which I remember playing as a kid and not getting very far in because I was a child. So yeah. I can't wait to play this and, <laughs> and see and if not I can, get very far because see games if I were can, hard back then. Well, and see if I can like actually get past more than like the second level. But it was also one of those games that like you couldn't tell what the foreground and the background was mm-hmm. at times. Um, and in just in watching like the little quick demo, I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that like you could rappel up that rope. Uh-huh. And I thought that rope was part of like the like background. Nope. I was just trying to jump the gap before. Um, 
So I I remember playing a lot of that game for no reason other than I think I liked the soundtrack as a kid. Yeah. Um, so I'll give that a shot on Wednesday when it comes out. Um, but that also brings the total to all of these games to 80 games. Okay. So they are now giving away 80 games for free for people who, well, not for free, but for, for people who subscribe to their yeah. Nintendo online subscription. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, I think somebody said this week, I forget who that they, they want to try to keep increasing the value of Nintendo online. Mm-hmm. Um, so they want to keep bringing things to it that will get you to pay your $20 a year and keep you enticed. Uh, to keep you know subscribing to this i don't really play a lot of the the games that get released each time i like that they're there i never think to go play them no. i know plenty of people that do um and obviously like it's great to have for online you know for like splatoon and mario kart and all these different things so uh, i definitely feel like i get my 20 dollar value but the more things you want to give me the better fine yeah i usually go and i, I give the whatever games they add a, a try yeah um, I don't think I played very much other than I think I played a little bit of Link to the Past and, and I tr- tried to beat that, but that was before um, Link's Awakening was coming out. So mm-hmm. I was like just getting in the mood and then yeah. once Link's Awakening came out, I never went back. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if they want to give me more value and give me N64 or GameCube games, then uh, do that too. I mean, or Game Boy. 20 bucks a year. So yeah. it's not like it's a ton of money to begin no. with. Again, I get my money's worth out of it. For but sure. If they want to give me more, if they want to tell me that they're going to keep trying to increase the value, okay, fine. Deal. Uh, yeah. You want to give me more for this thing that I'm already comfortable paying 20 bucks a year for? Yeah, totally fine. Sure. <laughs> I, will, I will accept that gift. Thank you, Nintendo. Why, thank you. Yeah. You're so good to me, Nintendo. Um, okay, lightning round. Um, some bad news uh, for people hoping to a sequel for a franchise, um, but Respawn confirmed that they are not working on a Titanfall 3 or any other Titanfall games right now, other than Apex Legends. Yeah. Um, in an interview with IGN, uh, they were asked if uh, they were continuing like the Titanfall um, storyline or like the any of the, the games, and they said that uh, Titanfall 3 is not in their like development window. They're not looking at it. Yeah. That the uh, the world exists is what they said, but we're not currently developing any other Titanfall games. Yeah. Uh, and by world exists, I think they mean... Uh, Apex Legends. Apex Legends. Yeah. Um, it's their moneymaker. I mean, it's the most obvious thing ever. Yeah, but they're also... I mean, they're clearly... They said, I think, last week or the week before that um, Fallen Order is a, going yeah. to be a franchise that probably has at least two other games that they're kind of probably trying to write for yeah. or write out in terms of a story. So they're probably working with Lucasfilm to determine what that story is going to be for two games out. Right. So Respawn's working on that. They're obviously working on Apex Legends, which continues to make money for them and be popular as a games of service so it's not wholly surprising uh titanfall didn't sell that well titanfall 2 i don't recall i mean everyone it gushed well about after it came out it was yeah. one of those like we mopped up after we fixed a bunch of stuff one everybody gushed about the story from the start but yeah. it was a little short shorter than people wanted to but they said it was fantastic one of the best shoot- like i still haven't played it and i want to um, but it didn't sell enough to where it made a third game inevitable or a quick turnaround time yeah the way that I think like Star Wars did or Apex Legends did where it took off in yeah. terms of microtransactions and continued play and all these other things. So uh, it's a bit sad because obviously that was a franchise that people liked and it's now spawned this bigger universe. But um, I guess not unsurprising that there, it's not in the plan right now. That doesn't mean there isn't a book of ideas sitting on the back desk right. for when they get free time. doesn't mean that the series is dead, just it's not in the cards right now well and they're also working on um 
uh, a Medal of Honor game for the VR for Oculus oh, Rift. That's right. So like they're working on other stuff. Yeah, they yeah. don't need to worry about a franchise that I forgot technically that. isn't doing very well. Or didn't do very well. Like, they have their eyes towards something that is going to continue. Rather than trying to mop up on the past, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and, and like, Apex builds on the lore of the Titanfall universe. So they can still keep their hands in that, you know, in that pocket, so to speak. And then when they feel the time is right for a narrative-based return to that, I think they'll be able to pull that off, no problem. And people will be excited when that happens. If they do. I mean, according yeah, to them, they the, the world isn't dead because Apex Legend exists. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, you know, you never know two years from now when everyone's comfortable on Series X and PS5 and you know, creating games for that, that they say, guess what? Titanfall 3. Like, yeah. it's we're, we're announcing it a year from now because... Everyone was sad when we said no Titanfall 3. Like, the internet lit up. It could have been one of those things, too. Of like, we're not working on it unless you demand we do. And then there was a Twitter campaign and everybody, you know, said, if this gets a million likes or whatever. Like, yeah. There could be one of those things where they put out feelers by saying no to see how it riled up people got. Or people were just like, yeah, no, that makes sense. But it was good while it lasted. I mean, I'm in the camp that I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, yeah. you've got better things to be working on right now. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, Star Wars is the big one, obviously. And, mm-hmm. Well, Apex Legends is, is their money maker, but yeah. um, Star Wars is a big one for yeah, and it's a popular franchise. People. And yeah, yeah. So um, doesn't seem like that's going to change anytime soon. But I mean, it's the gaming industry, so who knows? He could have been lying the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> they could announce a game at, <laughs> at Summer of Super Fun Games. So who knows? Uh, <laughs> Official title. Yeah. All right, lightning round. We got a tease a couple of weeks ago for the next game uh, for golf fans. Uh, and this week we got a full trailer unveiling for uh, PGA Tour 2K21, uh, which surprisingly is coming out in August. I did not realize that. I figured this was going to be a thing that like came out like baseball, where it comes out in March of next year ahead of you know the Masters and that FedEx Cup points season yeah and it's just the number is the year that it is uh, but this is actually coming out in august it's coming out the 21st so uh it's going to have a bunch of cool stuff it's going to have obviously the pga tour aspect of it since it is pga tour 2k21 right um it is being made by the people who made the golf club whose most recent game incorporated the pga tour in it but this one's now being put out under the 2k umbrella uh, which we knew Ahead of time, uh, the release date was new, so August 21st. Uh, Justin Thomas is the cover athlete, so he's the number four ranked golfer in the world right now. Sure. So, um, he's a good person to have on there. Uh, there's a career mode, which they showed off in the trailer, so you can like create your person and go through the progression of trying to become a PGA Tour pro and champion. Um, so that'll be pretty fun. They, you know, they announced a bunch of different like events and stuff that are all PGA tour events, uh, which is cool. Uh, they did say there's a course designer, which I think is pretty sweet, especially for those like diehard golf heads, you know, much in the same way that people are excited about in the Tony Hawk remake, there's a park editor and online and all these things. This will be able to hopefully be able to design your own courses, share them online that other people can download and play. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. The golf club had it too, but, um, you can go create your own, um, and then you can also create, this is very much the, like what, uh, you know, the wrestling games do where you can go create a course that isn't in there. So you can go create Augusta national, which is not in the game because it's not a PGA course or event. It's like a separate thing. Right. Um, so you can go and create those things, uh, which will be, uh, which will be cool. 
they got the announcers, which Luke Elvey and Rich Beam. No idea who those are. I usually don't watch a ton of golf, and if I do, I'm not like paying attention. Like it's on in the background. Right, you're not listening to the commentary. No, like it's fine. I, I understand the shot went left. I just watched it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just didn't. I just I saw. Well, you it. understand the stakes yeah. that he needs to hit this in the hole. Yeah, right win the now. cup. That's where he's aiming for, right? Cool, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Like, some of the strategies cool in some instances, like for particularly tough lies, but ultimately, I I know what the goal is. I don't. I don't need necessarily. Yeah, commentary that. isn't really necessary. Yeah, um, it's going to have official equipment manufacturers, apparel brands, so it's going to feel like you're a part of the PGA Tour, which is cool. Um, you'll be able to play different game modes. They've got strokes, skins, scrambles, um, all different stuff like that, and it will be available on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, and PC. Interesting that it's coming out for the Switch. Yeah, I think that'll be cool to play on Switch. I think I also saw that it's coming to Stadia as well. So let me double check because that didn't list everything, I don't think. Um, where was that? Well, just in relation to another game we talked about, uh, Tony Hawk is not coming to the Switch, at least as of right now. Oh, yeah, true. Um, we did forget which, to mention yeah, that. Yeah, we were saying coming to PS4 you and, and Xbox, Xbox. One. Yeah, so you were saying that you and Tyler, or you and uh, Joe are excited to play it on Switch, but my guess is this is going to be one of those things that it comes out in consoles and then a year down the line they'll put it out on the switch when they've you know figured out how to program it for the switch or whatever like all these other remakes have come out for consoles first and eventually they'll just get put on the switch yeah no i very much would have liked switch for that and that was the other game that i mentioned earlier that i wish was coming to stadia again because of an activision deal yeah i would hope because that'd be just the perfect game to play wherever i wanted to i talked about wanting to play skate 3 on mobile if i could use a controller and stadia would allow me to do that um, so that would be cool. But yeah, no, this is coming to Stadia as well. Um, so I think that'll be fun to have it on Stadia. You have it on the go. You have a fully fledged 3D golf game. Are you going to pay 60 bucks for it, though? Or, well, you'd pay 60 bucks for it regardless of what um, console you bought it on. So whether you pay 60 bucks on Stadia or PS4, it's still 60 bucks. I guess. Um, but it would be cool to be able to play it on TV, on your phone. Like this is a... The only golf games on the phone are you know like flick it or mini golf or whatever and you just like it's not it's not an intuitive full-fledged game where this you could play it anywhere anytime you could be playing it while watching golf on the tv i guess the only downside would be you wouldn't be able to play it like multiplayer with anybody um well you would they just have to be on stadia too unless there's right. like cross play well that's but i don't the, care about uh, the online necessarily anyway, i don't know so. if there's like a i haven't played a golf game in a very long time i don't know if there was like a pass and play option um for golf because obviously you're not going to hit at the same time your opponent is yeah i mean there probably is a pass and play which you could would still work on stadia you just hand the controller to them yeah um if you're playing on tv it's obviously easier than if you're playing on right. the phone with here the neck hold brace. my phone and neck brace and now yeah. you can play no so your stroke yeah um so yeah that'll be available 60 bucks there's a digital deluxe edition that's 70 it comes with 2300 virtual currency uh, add-on packs of clothes, accessories, and, and clubs. So, cool uh, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I might check that one out. I do like a good golf game from time to time. Uh, all right, lightning round. We got a tease this week um, for something which seems self-explanatory, but the fact that it was just classified as a tease is a little weird. Um, but 2K also put out a video for, I believe it's 2K that makes this, uh, put out a tease for something called the Mafia Trilogy which you would think means all three Mafia games are coming to re-releases, probably remasters, 
with you know upres and yeah. whatever um but for some reason it's called the mafia trilogy though it seems that they're coming out individually again uh because there's um ratings have gone up for the mafia definitive edition and mafia 2 definitive editions um, nothing about mafia 3 just quite yet but they said the bigger unveiling will be on tuesday of what the mafia trilogy is though i just assume it's the definitive edition of all three games yeah so they just they've had just had uh screenshots for these um i don't understand the alert for this like i played the first mafia game and like was not like enthralled you had to drive the speed limit like it just felt like a very truncated grand theft auto in olden times or not olden times but like in the 20s or whatever this takes place the 40s 30s probably i I don't remember i mean obviously it's not the 20s because there was vehicles everywhere but um it's not my thing um the the it does look fantastic the first one because obviously the first one was a regular xbox game like a ps2 game as well yep so like that's three generations ago at Mm -hmm. this moment um so it is nice that like the people who like those games can now play it without it looking like butt um but it just seems like uh this everything's getting a remake and a remaster these days like i think they should just invest in making a new game at this point yeah well they it was kind of diminishing returns on that franchise um where every game kind of felt samey or felt like it was not up to speed with the genre at the time but the stories were all really good if not a little short so i think having a definitive edition box set collector of all three or individually like i'm wondering if this is going to be twenty dollars for each game because it's just kind of a remaster or you buy all three and it's 60 or maybe each game's 30 but if you get them together it's 60 because they're calling it the trilogy so it's weird to call it the trilogy and then just release three definitive editions separately well from what i gather from just the screenshots the first one has to be a grind-up remake like i don't think that that's just a remaster um three came out in the ps3 so it wasn't too long ago mm-hmm. um and like that can just be a reskin and same thing with the second one i think also came out in the ps3 um so those can just be reskins but i'm pretty sure the first one's gonna have to be a brand new game or like a, a like a um yakuza kiwami like where it's the game remade in the modern engine so using the like mafia 3 engine remakes the first game yeah um Let's see if it says... Yeah, it's just called the Definitive Edition. Looks like it's going to be released on the 27th of August. Um, the developer of Mafia 3 is the one doing it. Yeah, so this is just going to be like Kiwami, which is funny because Yakuza obviously is the Japanese Mafia. Yeah. Um, not as serious as these games were, though. So, yeah. I mean, I've again, I've heard good things about the story, if not a little short. Um but that the gameplay is kind of just like meh, kind of a relic of its time and even a little old fashioned for when it came out. Whereas yeah. other games were already kind of doing that a bit better, um, but still, you know, a decent trilogy of games that has its fans. I mean, I'll still, I'll never forget the day that someone wanted, some kid came in with their mom and wanted to buy Mafia 2. And I was under the obligation to tell them that it was M for Mature, 17, uh, blood and gore, violence, nudity. Uh, and the thing I'll always remember from that game, even though I never played it, was that you could like read Playboys, I think, in Mafia 2. Like, you could pick up and read a Playboy. Um, and so, like I said that to the mom, she like 
gave the kid this evil stare. And he's like, what? That's not why I want it. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I bet you just want the game for the articles. And like, I thought that was really funny because I understand the Playboy joke. And the kid was just like, what articles? Like, I don't, what do you mean? Like, I don't understand the reference. <laughs> uh, and I was like, good. That was, that was nice. Do you want to buy it or no? But that was really funny. Did you buy it? I don't think so. I think she was just like, no, pick something else. And he's like, oh, man. Like, oh, I wanted sure, to play like, the Mafia yeah, The game. internet exists, Ma. Like, I'm not buying a $60 game to look at digital Playboy. No, I'm doing it because I want to be a Mafia guy and I want to shoot people in right. blood. and like. Listen, I want to run people over yeah. by using driving the speed limit. Yeah, he might not even know about the Playboy thing, but I'll never forget that part of it. That's pretty funny. Um, so that was uh, that was pretty good. But yeah, I mean, it's there if it's there if you want it. I probably won't pick it up, but yeah, I have no interest. Um, still, you know, big franchise coming back, and if it sells well, there could be a Mafia Four where they get the chance to put those you know good story chops to good game and see what you know see what they come out with. Yeah. It could reinvigorate the franchise. Right. Even if it's not Mafia Four, if it's it could just you know, be Mafia, yeah, thing, or if it's like doesn't have yeah. a number on it anymore. You just call it Mafia, like Familia, or something like that, like Colin Familia, or something, right. and you just make a new mob story or whatever. It could be set in the same universe as one of the games. That's fine, um, but you know, you could tell your own story. What's a what's an Italian animal? I'm thinking like because Yakuza just just did like like a dragon. Oh, <laughs> so it could just be like Mafia. Like garlic bread. Like a spaghetti. <laughs> like, a, like a spaghetti. Like a meatball. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Mafia. Like a meatball. Like a meatball. <laughs> yeah. A bit of mozzarella. Mafia. Yes. A bit of mozzarella. Yes. I can't wait. It comes out August 27th. <laughs> it's going to have a cooking mama mode. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, it's going to collect all your data and buy Bitcoin. <laughs> so that's the moment. It's a deep callback. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, cool. All right. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round. Not lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Um, so let us know what you thought of Ghost of Tsushima, uh, if you were excited for that game, what you thought of the PS5 tech demo. Are you going to get Iron Man VR when it comes out in July? Uh, what song are you super jazzed made it into the cut or not into the cut for Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Do you want the tech deck? Are you getting the collector's edition? How excited are you to skate the school and the warehouse and all those fun places again? Um, are you excited for Paper Mario the Origami King, the you know the next version of the Paper Mario franchise? Uh, are you sad about Episode 1 Racer? What Nintendo online games have you played? Are you sad about Titanfall? Are you excited for PGA Tour? Uh, or do you care about the Mafia trilogy? And do you want to see Mafia? It's a meatball. Uh, <laughs> like, coming, a, like a meatball. <laughs> like a spaghetti's um, coming uh, to your to, to your systems. Do you want to see that? Uh, let us know <laughs> at, uh, at Broken Clock Pods on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Wash your hands. <laughs>